0: we are heading into episode number 131 of the gentlemen's dojo I am Gary Cannon, along with my co-host, the lovely, the St. Paddy's Day Festive, Patrick (laughs) Keene, everybody.
1: Thank you. Lovely is the way I like to describe it.
0: Welcome to our show. We are in season two, full swing. I was listening to some of our older shows that we have done over the last year. i got to tell you some great ones. Really? Some really good ones. Percentage-wise of... I was listening to the old Chris Hansen one. I was listening to... uh, Michigan State guy. Robert O'Neill. A lot of people. Montana. Yeah, But I would always like to think that... The show that you're currently doing is the best show. That's right. And I'm going to say that episode 131 is going to win us an award or two. It was all prelude to this day, yes. Absolutely. All of the work that we put in for the first 130 episodes are leading into this episode today. And by the way, this is the first time that we've ever done an episode through Skype where we're on. He can see us. We can see him. I yeah. found I found this guy uh, through LinkedIn and did some research on him. This guy is a highly trained voiceover actor. He's a voiceover coach. He has a book out. He's coming out with a second book. He's going to talk to us and all of our listeners about the amazing world of voiceover. Now, if you remember this, uh, probably about a year ago, we had on our commercial agent, a former agent of mine, who books commercials, sends out commercial actors, a guy by the name of Hugh Leon, who works for Coast to Coast Agency. But I wanted to get our listeners a different side of things because obviously you and I both listen to the radio a lot. We hear video games. We hear different ads, and you're like, how can I get involved with this crazy business that I'm assuming people make a lot of money with, obviously, right? (laughs) And this is the guy that is going to springboard our careers forward and make us millionaires and all of our listeners millionaires, again, voiceover actor, voiceover coach, joining us live on Skype in the All Things Comedy Studio on episode 131 of The Gentleman's Dojo. How about a round of applause for Mark Cashman, everybody. There he is.
2: Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you so much for for having me on and inviting me to your show. I'm honored. 131. It's 131st episode. I didn't think I'd ever make it to 130 <laughs>
0: <laughs> This <laughs> but, must feel uh, good. There
2: I, you are. It's, it's, it's pretty good.
0: I will tell you, Mark, this is probably something that you can use in your biography that you appeared on our 131st episode. If you want to throw this into your next book, please yes. do. Yes, We're very excited. Now, um, you have a book out, but you also have another book coming out. We're going to get to all of that stuff. You are uh, currently Skyping in from your house, which is also your studio. Is that correct?
2: Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and, um, um, well, what can I say? You know, I, 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 built this studio a number of years ago because, well, I had to, it's my business and, and, um, and I, I work out of it. I, so I record here. I also work and teach out of here as well. Um, I, for, for those who live in Los Angeles, I also teach up at uh, Cal Arts at California Institute of the Arts. Um. I teach uh, undergraduates and graduate students there, but um, but yes, I I've got my my booth here, which uh, is my Your man cave. I really, gotta ta- my I gotta tell you what professional man cave. That's what, basically what it is. and what. what, and, what? When yeah. I have. Um, you can see how nice and dark and and yeah. and, uh, yeah. and and, and cavy it is. Isolated, uh, perfect only isolation. I like it that way.
0: What What Patrick and I are more impressed with is not your resume of of voiceover stuff and awards. Is that you have an additional room that you can make into a studio. <laughs> As broke comics, we have studio apartments of yeah. about 600 square feet, yep. and we're yes. actually more impressed that you have additional space and a room. That you could call a studio. We That's have right. none of that.
1: Nobody's sleeping on the couch there.
0: Nobody's sleeping on the couch or a bum mm. roommates hanging around. Yes.
2: No. No, now, not at all. As a matter of fact, I, I actually we we used to have a three car garage, a double and a single. I took over the single. So oh, I basically you did? I, I broke through the wall and literally took over the single garage. So I've got a nice 100 square feet here that I can work with.
0: Now, we have so many questions for you. First of all, the world of voiceover. Now, you started. Give us a little bit of your background, Mark. You started as a voiceover actor. How'd you get started? How did you pursue the teaching bit of it?
2: Right now, believe it or not, I actually went into it a little a little sideways. In other words, I started out as a writer, producer, casting director. I, I started out as a commercial producer. So specializing in voiceover and specializing in radio. So for a number of years, I was working with the top voice actors in the in the country at, who were right here in Los Angeles, which was great. But after a number of years of working with them and working with different clients, a number of my clients asked me, they said, we'd like you to voice our spots. And initially I said, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm. I, I work with the top top people. You, you you don't need me, and they said no, no, no. We really, really want you, and I said okay. Then I realized, uh oh, I better get some chops under my belt and some skills. So I joined a, ver- a voiceover workout group. I started taking classes, and within a couple of years, I had basically gotten up to speed in terms of what I needed to do in terms of voice acting. And then from that point on, I was doing a lot more performing, but I was still writing and producing and casting and, and directing. Um, only until, so after maybe about 20 years of, of producing, did I start teaching? Because a number of people said, why aren't you teaching? And I said, well, I'm too busy working. And they said, well, uh, pull back on the work a little bit and teach so people can understand what's going on. And that's what I... That's what I did. What was so I was was teaching for a good, oh, I would say about 15 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. 15 years uh, until I finally and I was writing also was writing a lot of articles for a lot of um, uh, publications. And so I so one day my wife said, why aren't you? Why don't you take all these articles and put them together in a book?
0: So that's where the book came out from.
2: And that's where the book came out from. I was able to say about forty-five percent. No, about oh no, seventy-five percent was stuff that I've already written, and then another twenty-five percent was stuff that that uh, that I had to write to basically fill it out. So there it is. is the, this oh, is the book nice, right here. Nice vo. Can,
0: can you move your hand there, Mark, so we can see it a little bit yeah, better? Yeah, yeah. There you it know, is, let's right look, there.
2: See if I can do vo. See if can get tips, this. tricks, tools, and mm-hmm. techniques to start yeah, it's, and it's, sustain. I'm trying to get the your voiceover. We
0: got it. Yeah. Uh, Well, for those who can't who aren't uh, officially watching this on script, it's called VO tips, tricks, tools and techniques to start and sustain your voiceover career with our guest, Mark Cashman. Mark, what was the very first voiceover role that you had? And can you (laughs) reenact it for us?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It was so far back. It was scary. It was so far back. I, I literally I just do not remember the very, very first one that I did. And if you put a gun to my head, still would still wouldn't be able to remember. So, no, it's it's because uh, we're talking about thousands and thousands of commercials uh, from, well, we're talking about mid-1980s. So we're going back almost, you know, 30 years, 35 years, which is a long time. Uh, But the cool thing is, is that anybody, let's say, who wanted to hear what I sounded like, all they have to do is Google my name, Mark, M-A-R-C, Cashman, and... Up will come up a, a, an embarrassing number of pages and I saw links that. that you could hear audiobooks and video games and all sorts of crazy stuff. So it's um, I, I've got the best job in the world because I get to do I wear a number of different hats. So first I'm writing and casting and producing commercials. Then I'm also voicing commercials and, and narrations and audio books and video games and animated things. And third, I'm teaching, so I, I have private classes, and I've, I work with actors all over the world, which is real via Skype, which is really cool. And last but not least, I, I do a lot of public speaking, uh, so c- conferences and conventions and things like that. And and uh, and then writing, I'm still writing. So I'm I'm working on the sequel uh, to Vo, and uh, it's going to be well. This one is called Vo, as you can see, O H. Yes. And and the next one is going to be V hyphen O.M.G.
1: Oh, OK. Oh, yeah.
2: That's the working Excellent. title for that one. And it's just an extension of 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 the actual book. You know, a lot of these a lot of uh, the books on the market out here are uh, uh, there. A lot, a lot of them are how to's and or sometimes they're memoirs and stuff like that from people who've been in the business a long time. I decided that my book was going to be a much more practical uh, uh, book. So each chapter is maybe about one or two pages. Oh okay. And, and it's very very easy to digest and there are tons and tons of, of t- as I said tips, tricks, tools and techniques that you can use. And the cool thing is is that this book is not is this book is for everybody. It's not just for beginners. It's for it's for people who've been in the business, uh, veterans. It's there's there's something in here for everybody. Which is great.
0: So so we have a, a ton of questions. First of all, it, it, you, I, I saw in a video, and I, I, I mentioned this to you when I talked to you yesterday, I, I saw in this video that you did, so many people, just like anything, they're sitting on their couch, they hear a commercial, they're listening, they hear we're watching a video game. I can do that. You say in, in one of your videos, "I know how to read a sheet of paper. I can do this. I can. It, it's so easy. I can talk out loud. I can, I can read talk out loud. loud. Yeah. I I can do this. But but what is what what is the myth to that? I mean, people will say that you know, uh, Patrick and I do comedy. When it's done when it's done right, it looks easy. So obviously, when people hear this great voiceover actor on TV, whether it's a movie, uh, a TV commercial, uh, people think that they can do it. What what's the biggest myth about that?
2: the pros just like you and patrick the pros make it look easy look at all the hours that you have spent putting your program together and yet i'm sure that you run into people every day who says oh you you do podcasts i could do podcasts i'd like to do a podcast i'm gonna do a podcast And they usually do. I can do it.
0: (laughs) There's hard. Right. Sure.
2: Hard. I can open my mouth. I can speak. I can talk. What's so difficult? And as usual, the pros make it look easy. The other day I was watching Tiger Woods swing a golf club. Tiger Woods. Okay. You watch him and you say, oh, look how easy it is. He makes it so simple. Right. Just think of how many hours he's put into it. You, you ever hear the 10,000-hour rule? Yeah, the
1: Malcolm Gladwell book, sure.
2: Right, 10,000 hours. Ten, he said, Malcolm said that it takes 10,000 hours for you to become competent at what you do. Right. Competent, Function. not proficient. Competent. If, it, if you want proficiency, you're going to look at 20,000 hours. Right. 30,000 hours. Bottom line is... It, what's really interesting is voice uh, uh, stage actors think, well, I'm an actor. I can transition into voice acting. Not a problem. I've seen a lot of people who have a, a problem with that. People who are on camera. People who say, oh, I'm, I'm a TV f- actor. I'm a film actor. What's so hard about voice acting? I can read. I can open my mouth. I can speak English. Right. What's so difficult? What's interesting is that actors who've been on stage and on camera have been used to falling back on the way they look
1: letting the camera do the work
2: their stage presence letting the camera do the work for them because they're very telegenic but when it comes to actually expressing themselves with no picture they have a problem
0: well that's why patrick and i are great for voiceover because we're hideous
1: looking <laughs> that's why this is this are, <laughs> this you is our money
2: patrick both what they call in the industry you and patrick both have a face for radio yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's us yeah we're Apparently.
0: what my wife calls creepy yeah. And that's fine. I mean, listen, so so here's what's crazy to me. How does somebody who wants to start off because listen, you you have a great program, a great class, you have so much stuff going on. How do yep. people how do people first of all pick who they d- decide that the, I'm I'm sitting at home deciding I want to go into voiceover. What is the process? How do people decide to go with you over somebody else? I mean, there's got to be just like acting commercials, all this stuff. So many teachers out there. There's got to be an overload of information. Explain oh, yes. the explain the process, Mark, and explain like what you do and maybe what you do as opposed to a lot of other guys. Like I'm I'm sitting at home here in LA. Moved to LA. I decided that I want to be a voiceover actor. What do I need to do? This is great for all of our listeners.
2: You got it. Well, the first thing that you can do, the smartest thing you can do is obviously enroll in a class. Now, most classes, at least in the beginning, most classes were are and still are in studio where you actually go to an actual commercial studio. You show up and you are amongst uh, uh, six, seven or eight or ten people in the studio. And basically, you're going to be involved in a two or three hour class that's given by, well, hopefully a, a teacher who knows what they're talking about, who's got some experience. The coolest thing is, is that in the old days, if you were, weren't sure about a particular teacher, you didn't have too many places to go or too many people to call to ask, how is this person? Are they a good teacher? Do they know their stuff? Are, did, did, did you learn anything from them? But nowadays, now you can go online And you've got voiceover workout groups and all sorts of uh, uh, things on Facebook and LinkedIn and all these things where you can literally talk to these groups out there and say, hey, has anybody ever heard of so-and-so? And And the group automatically responds. Sure. Oh, yeah. She's terrific. Oh, yeah. He's great. Eh, or – Possibly, yeah, I'm not so sure about this guy or this person, whatever the case may be. But you can immediately, instantly find out whether somebody is on the up and up, whether they've got any credentials, whether they've got experience. You can find out immediately. You can vet these people instantly. Plus, you can talk to people who've worked with them, graduates. How is this person to work with? Did they did you learn anything? Were they nice? Were they were they? assholes what were they sure you know how how they work out so if somebody is thinking of going and breaking into voice acting the first thing they want to do is either enroll in a class whether it's in studio or nowadays they have classes online virtual classes not everybody can live in los angeles now that said los angeles is the epicenter of the voiceover industry it is it is the center of the universe for the voiceover industry la there's more voiceover stuff going on in la than any other city on this planet well
1: that's commercials film television that's that's everything everything
2: hollywood i mean it's just it's it's just there's so much production going on here it's ridiculous what's number two
0: bakersfield (laughs) i mean that's a hotbed that's adult (laughs) films and then voiceover
2: Yeah. The three, the three major markets: <laughs> LA, Chicago, New York. LA, Chicago, That's and where York. the majority okay. of work is going on. Okay. And then, of course, you have your top forty markets, which are your basically your big cities. So Seattle and Portland and and San Francisco and and uh, again all the big cities: no. Phoenix, Denver, Dallas, Fort Worth, St. Louis, uh, 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 Cincinnati, uh, Nashville, New Orleans, Miami, Philadelphia, Atlanta, oh, wow. Boston. All these big, again, the top 40 cities are where a lot of commercials are going on, but more in, a, in L.A. Than does, does,
1: does networking help, or, or, or is it more of a, it's just you and kind of the, whoever booked you? I mean, does, a, does networking work? Like, as a comic, we go out to other shows, even though we're not performing, to network, yes. to maybe talk to bookers. I don't know what the VO is like.
2: Absolutely. The more people you know, the more opportunities you have. Guaranteed. What you're doing is you're just building up your database of, of uh, people you know in the industry. And you never know where that's gonna take you. And you never know who you're gonna run into. So absolutely, networking, absolutely. Look, keep this in mind, voiceover is an anonymous part of show business. But it's still show business.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> is that, who's that coming from? <laughs> I don't know.
1: The timing's perfect. I don't oh, my know. God, it was great. Uh, that's some I mean, divine, divine, divine intervention there. But Oh,
0: my God, that's probably from
1: my uh, That's hilarious. So funny. Is that, um, well, is, uh, do, is, is that how a lot of the voiceover artists want it? Do they want that anonymity, or are they a lot of them working towards uh, a big name? That was, towards, <laughs> that was amazing timing. Oh, I don't oh, know. oh no, no, no.
2: Quite, quite the contrary. I mean, let's put it this way. The overwhelming, literally 99, 98, 99% of voice actors live in anonymity.
1: Okay. Again, wow. this yeah. is
2: an anonymous side of show sure. business, but it's still show business. But but if you your voiceover uh, work were to break you out into a celebrity, like, like a say like, you're Casey the voice of something. SpongeBob SquarePants SpongeBob, yeah. or you're the voice of, of uh, uh, Bart Simpson, then you get into the range of celebrity, and and uh, and talk to celebrities, and invariably you will tell them, uh, uh, be careful what with what you wish for. Yeah, that celebrity makes sense. has yeah. it's a it's a double edged coin. Yeah. yeah. It's literally a double edged coin.
1: Yeah, Bill Fam- Murray Bill Murray Famous said about a year ago. Is he said fame yeah. is,
2: is is terrific depending upon how you handle it. Yeah. And 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 you know how it's helping your career. But sometimes uh, fame can some people can't handle it. And um but most voice actors don't have to worry about that. The chances of their becoming super, super famous for a voiceover job that they have is kind of like being hit by a meteor.
0: So, so well, here's here's kind of a, a, an offshoot. So people come to your class, they go to a class, they do something that is going to get them the training that they need, right? Because obviously when they come and enroll in a class with you, a private session with you, or they take another class. What do they want to get out of it? They want to get out of it the do's and don'ts of what they do in an actual audition. Do they yes. do they come away with your class a demo tape that they can essentially send to an agency to try to get management? Like like if I'm coming to you. What can right. I expect to get from you at the end of X amount of sessions? Six
2: weeks, yes, absolutely. Four or six weeks. You're definitely you're definitely not going to have a demo done. It's like going to it's like going to first grade. And expect to get a diploma right you' you're, anybody who thinks that they're going to be able to take one course and do a demo is well diluting themselves. That said, there are a number of you know we'll call them companies, but there are a number of people out there who will take your money in a heartbeat whether you're ready or not. I know of one company who will they they charge you five thousand dollars to have two days of training and one day of demo production and you leave with a demo instant demo and
1: whereas two days before you'd never even stepped in a studio maybe
2: that's exactly right oh that's absurd i mean nobody's
1: prepared that's what i'm saying
2: but there are people who want instant demo just like instant coffee they just want it they want it right away and they also think that two days of training is going to make them a voice actor when in reality uh I don't know. Let's put it this way. You could spend a year studying to be a doctor. Does that mean that you'd want that doctor to perform on you to to, to operate on you after 1 year of of No, you know, the chances are training? no. Chances are
1: well, no. if they worked at Kaiser.
2: Right. Kaiser I mean,
0: yeah.
2: ah, okay, <laughs> But, but, okay. but, you but they're, Mark – give them a pass and, and yeah. do they get that demo um, tape
0: okay. of the uh, you know at the third day and then they start sending it out to managers and agents with the hopes of getting signed and these yes. managers and agents look at it like well, we can yes. completely tell how green this guy is. Is that yes, what it is? Is absolutely. that what happens?
2: Absolutely. Because that is your, again, your demo is going to be a reflection of your experience. And, and agents, they're, they're, they've been around long enough that they could hear that. They can right. hear that very, very well. So, so, um, so with your, uh,
1: you've got to have a great ear. I mean, how, how's our breathing? Gary and I and our pacing? I mean, yeah. as, as far as a well, podcast. Well, I'm overweight, so I'm, I'm definitely overweight. breathing well, in, into the microphone a little heavy.
2: Well, here's the thing, guys. You're ad-libbing. You're improv You're not reading anything.
0: Yeah, we don't prepare is what it is. It's, it's not <laughs> even about it. that, Mark. Yeah, it. It's just a not but, preparing. But thing, this is it. You're,
2: you're not <laughs> right. performing per se. Okay. You are you're, you're hosting me. You're talking to me. You're having a conversation. But you have nothing written that you are reading. So So in terms of your reading skills, in terms of your interpretation skills, in terms of your breath control, in terms of your articulation, none of that counts because you're not reading a thing. Hmm. Now, if you were to pull out a piece of paper and start performing – and doing voiceover, I'd be able to give you very, very specific feedback as to how you're doing. But when we're talking, and this is the whole thing, when we talk, since we're not reading anything, we know just how much breath we need to get to the end of a phrase. We figure that out by now. We didn't at the beginning. Right. When we were first talking, when we, we were first learning to talk, we didn't have that breath control. If you listen to kids, They'll be falling all over themselves, talking and <laughs> yeah, breathing true, and true. articulating yeah. and getting getting and they can and, and breathe and all sorts of stuff, because they're just learning how to talk. Right. We already know how to talk. We've already had forty, fifty, sixty. Well, in your case, Gary, seventy or eighty years.
0: Uh. <laughs> <whatever else>. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but so so when somebody comes and enrolls in your class, right? It's it's a six weeker because i'm 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 trying to yeah. figure out like what it, you know and and the beauty of you know Skype and all this other stuff is that you don't have to live in LA you can live in Wichita you could live in some other godforsaken city but you could live in those cities and still do this right because obviously you can still yeah. train as long as there's that one on one connection but after the yeah. 6 weeks like 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 tell us what you take people through during that 6 week process and what they come out at the end of it with
2: Okay. Well, basically, I work depending upon the level that I'm working with, the level of talent that I'm working with and, and experience, the material is the stuff that basically separates the men from the boys and, 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 and the wheat from the chaff. The more difficult the material, the, the, uh, the, the more, well, obviously, the, the, the more experience you have, the hopefully, you'll be able to tackle the more challenging material. So, so, so for instance the, uh, beginners i will start off with co- with copy that's a little bit easier to navigate through than the denser stuff that's going to be for more intermediate and advanced uh, uh, people who are doing it so the material is the one thing that that really uh, is critical in terms of the different levels of of, of uh, training and then of course we go into deeper uh, uh, more nuanced performance so so therefore, the pressure b- becomes harder, uh, higher. Uh, there becomes just more pressure. It becomes more and more challenging and the material becomes more and more difficult to navigate through. And so the more experience you have, the more you'll be able to, again, navigate through this material easier and competently, where, again, you sound like a, a total professional. And, of course, the whole point of a lot of voice acting is to sound like you're not reading. To sound like you're just talking. To sound like I'm talking right now. But I could be reading. Right. But I'm not. But that's basically it. It's just to sound just like you're talking to somebody.
0: Well, it's, it's interesting because Patrick and I both know this. There are so many comedy classes out there that will teach you how to do stand-up, and you go six weeks, and then you do a comedy class graduation, which is at the Improv or the Ice House or another club here in L.A. A nice showcase. You can nice invite showcase, friends, family. A nice showcase, friends and family, and everybody's going to do great. Yeah. But what they don't teach yep. you is three weeks after that, when you're at a coffee shop trying it again, and you get heckled, people are talking over you. Nobody like, knows who you are. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows how yeah. to react to that, and I'm sure... What your dynamic is and what you're teaching is how to be ready for those situations when you do get in the booth, when you have that more difficult copy, when you have yeah. that sensibility of, of knowing what to do.
2: That's exactly right. And that's basically that's training. That is training and practicing every single day. There's a phrase that, that, that is known in the – well, everybody knows in the business. The best actors never stop learning, even the, top, even the pros. The top, top people, the top celebrities in the world have acting coaches. Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep, all of these people have acting coaches. They're constantly honing honing their craft and honing their skill constantly.
0: What about Roseanne? Never sit on their (laughs) laurels,
2: never rest on their laurels, no moss under their butts. They are constantly moving and constantly getting better and learning something new every day if they possibly can.
0: And so after the, after the six weeks with you, Mark, cause that's kind of what the initial, w- w- yeah. what happens then? Obviously they, they start to get comfortable in the booth. They start to read yep. copy. They start to know how to dissect the copy. Uh, what happens yep. after that six weeks in your specific class? How does that work?
2: Well, basically again, it depends upon, you know, if they want to continue. So I've got, I have beginners, I have intermediates, I have advanced and, and, and working pros. So I have different levels of, of, um, of, of, instruction based on people's experience and their, and of course their skill sets. So some people uh, will train maybe, maybe about a year or so. And if they do really, really well, most of them are ready to make a demo because they've trained, they've really, really worked at it for, for, for a good year. And they've learned from a number of different people. That's the other great thing about Los Angeles. There are more voice coaches in Los Angeles per capita than anywhere else in the world. How many anyway, would you say? At least a hundred. Wow, I would have thought more. That seems yeah. At least a hundred. At least a hundred worth their salt. Okay, I'm sure that there are there. I'm sure that there are a few others out there who are, you know, they, they just learned to do a voiceover uh, a few months ago and decided they wanted to teach it. Yeah, they took the five thousand dollar class. That
1: yeah. yeah.
2: That happens. But
1: and is it wise the, for a student uh, to stay with the same school, right? Because you, you build kind yes, of equity. No, in... Yes
2: and no. It, you, you, you get out as much as you can get out of a, a particular teacher. Okay. And, it, and, and there's nothing wrong with learning from different teachers because everybody brings their own special thing to the table. And they can explain different things to you. And some teachers are better than others in terms of uh, explaining things, making things clear for you, making the light bulbs go off. That's the most important thing. That's that's one of the most important things. Well, that's one thing that I always do at the end of not only every session, one-on-one session, but every class or every workshop. I will always ask at the end, what's one thing you learned today? What's one takeaway, one top-of-mind sticky that you learned today? Because if you didn't learn anything today, I didn't do my job.
1: Yeah. I loved one of the clips you saw online of, of you, where, where some one of your students or somebody was complimented on their their pauses, their silence. They were complimented <laughs> on silence, like how good they that that student or that person was at being quiet. During, oh wow! Yeah. Was it my wife in yes.
2: bed? <laughs>
1: Very silent. Uh, that, but,
2: that's right. Yeah, Gary, your your wife would like to
0: honor you with more, she'd like oh, to she's hear great more at that silence coming from you, obviously. Uh, so that, always curious. So then somebody gets a demo tape, right? They I'm sure yeah. that the idea is they record maybe three or four different voices, right? Maybe a cartoon, maybe a video game. Is that how it works? Like
2: No. Oh, I'm oh, completely all. off. Okay. Uh, it, it, it used to be that way. In the old days, back in the 60s, back in the 20th century, way back then, you would put everything in the kitchen sink on your demo. And that demo, by the way, for those of you who are old enough to remember this, that demo was on something called a reel, an actual plastic reel with with quarter-inch tape wrapped around it. And you would take that reel and you'd put that reel on a reel-to-reel recorder, And you'd hit the button and play it that way. Then things went from reel to cassette. Remember those? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Then they went from cassette to, I think, 8-track tapes or maybe DATs. I think, remember DAT, digital audio tape? Remember those? Right? And then we went from DATs to CDs. And now we're going from CDs to the cloud. Okay. So we've gone a, a huge... Huge range there. But in the beginning, people will put everything on their reel singing, dancing, comedy, serious, also everything possibly on there. Nowadays, everything is niched. Nowadays, if you want to do commercials, you have a commercial demo. It's called a demo, not a reel, a demo, a commercial demo, a narration demo, a promo demo, a trailer demo, an audiobook demo, an animation demo. A video game demo, specific niched demos in different fields to show your ability in that field, that specific skill set. So, for commercials, you're going to have spots, commercials, radio, and TV spots that are going to reflect your signature voice. What's your signature voice? It's the voice you don't even have to think about every day, the voice you speak to with your spouse, your kids your friends, your boss, your neighbors, your parents, the voice you don't even have to think about, that's your signature voice. The voice you're hearing right now from me, this is my signature voice. Now, if I were to do animation or character work, video games and stuff like that, then I would come up with a whole bunch of voices that are unlike my signature voice, something different than my signature voice. Whether I'm an old prospector, out of a mine, or whether I'm a weather-beaten soldier. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. That's great. But the bottom line is, it's a different voice for me. So I could be really, really high, or I could be really, really low and monstrous, but it doesn't matter because they're all different voices, and they all come from... And, of course, actually, there's, there's that difference between animation demo and video game demo. Animation... Most of the animated characters are funny and fun and sweet and, 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 and somewhat likable, but, but they're, and they're caricatures. yeah, they're villains and stuff like that, but they're silly. Video games characters are different. They're grounded. They're much more realistic, and they're much darker, much darker. You know, there's a lot of killing going on in video games. So for instance, there are a number of characters where you have to have they call battle lines. Where, the, where it sounds like your character is in the middle of a battle and fighting. So there's a lot of, you know, a lot of violence going on in video games, a lot of, again, uh, uh, very uh, down-to-earth, very earthy, realistic, gritty stuff that's different from animation, but still character work. Then, of course, you get into audiobooks. Audiobooks, you can have fiction, and you could have dozens of characters, so you have to be a really, really good actor, Character actor in audiobooks, fiction audiobooks, but for not everybody is an actor, and that's the other thing I want to let people know: you don't have to be an actor to have a decent career in 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 uh, voiceover, because not everybody is an actor, and I always remind my friends and colleagues: if everybody was an actor. I kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, so,
0: where do you think? So, yeah, maybe this is a loaded question mark, but where is the most money to be made in voiceover work? Is it commercials? It is commercials.
2: commercials. That's why every agent, if, they're, if you're thinking of getting an agent and you want representation, you have to have a commercial demo. Because the commercial demo not only showcases and highlights and shows your ability to deliver commercial copy. But it also it's the most lucrative part of voiceover because if you book a, a national commercial radio and you get fifty grand for the year from that one spot, your agent's gonna make ten percent of that. And your agent's gonna want a lot of those. <laughs> because because Oops. they wanna go to that trip. They wanna take that trip to Europe. They want to buy that second house in Hawaii. Trust me.
0: But are there different? So, Mark, there might be like there there might be agents that represent just commercials and then aud- or, yes. there, or So so agents are very specific in who yes. they're looking at for talent.
2: Absolutely. Got it. Absolutely. They, they are listening for and they want super commercial voices who they can send out and then they'll book the job and they will get their 10 percent commission.
1: So, Mark, you, you write, you cast, you, you perform. Now, who contacts you then? Do, do producers contact you or ad agencies contact you? Or is it yeah. just all over the place? Like anybody could say, yeah, hey, Mark, yeah. write this Absolutely. commercial for producers,
2: me. Absolutely. Producers, independent producers, ad agencies, okay. and or client direct, clients uh, uh, directly. Sometimes they don't have a, ad agencies, but they want a spot on the air, whether it's radio or TV, and they'll contact me directly. Yes.
1: That's got to be nice, the, the lack of brokers then. Because you've been in the business long enough, people go, boom, we're
2: yeah. going to cash. Okay. Yeah, plus also, you know— they can they can you know, they can hear what I'm capable of. They can go on my site and they can hear spots that I've done so they can get a good idea of my production values, the way I write, the way I produce, et cetera, et cetera. And then then decide, is this somebody who we'd like to work on our stuff? But you, the proof is in the pudding, as yeah. they say.
0: Yeah, this kind of random question. I don't know if, if you would have the answer to this, but obviously somebody puts together a demo tape, right, that they can send out. Maybe they get a manager, maybe they uh, a voiceover agent, right? So let's say I'm with a voiceover agency. How many people would you say are auditioning for a spot that's being – ad campaigned on the radio what what i mean you know commercials you and i will go to these auditions there's thousands of people there that all look like us
2: call it right cattle calls they're called cattle Cattle calls when they're doing on camera it's the same it's the equivalent same equivalent in voice acting on the average on the average 150 people are auditioning for any one spot at any given time average 150 sometimes it's less sometimes it's a lot more if it's a big national campaign oh my goodness, I'd say you're looking at maybe 500 people wow. audition for one spot, one spot. It's the brass ring that everybody wants. Yeah. So, so they're all going to come out of the woodwork when you've got a national spot. It's going to be running for a year and going to be paying 50 grand. Who wouldn't want that?
0: But, but, but I guess the difference is, and this is uh, great information for our listeners, is that let's say you do get an audition for – a commercial of some sort. I know a lot of people that, that send it in from wherever they are. I mean, we know, uh, comics that work on cruise ships that can record yes. it, can record their audition from That's right. C yeah. and then send it in. Is that pretty common rather than like a commercial yes. where everybody's got to go in yes. and you're huddled Absolutely.
2: in? Absolutely. there the, the overwhelming majority of auditions are sent in via MP3. They're set. They send in their MP3 recorded audition wherever they are in the world. And that's the other thing is video game companies, video game companies work with with actors all over the world and they just patch them into their studios. So they're so people, no matter where they live, can audition for a video game and get a possible gig. And then they're recorded right there in their home studio.
1: That's the greatest. It's the best. It's the best part of the business. I wish yeah. we would have gotten into it, that. It, it
2: of, used. To, it didn't used to be that way because yeah. we didn't used to have the internet. Sure. So before the internet, people would, if if they were doing a, a commercial, particularly me. I yeah. mean, when I first came to Los Angeles in in the late seventies, early eighties, when I was auditioning, put, setting up auditions, people would physically have to come to the studio in Burbank. It's another studio and and audition live. They'd have to come in, they'd have a call time, they'd have their, their sheet on the, you know, I'm here Bob Jones comes in at 1010 or 1020 or 1030. and they would go in, they'd get their sides, they'd go out, they'd rehearse their lines, they'd come back and wait for them to be called in. They'd go in, do their thing, come out, say goodbye to everybody on the way out. And it was a physical call where you would literally had to show up. Does that happen today? Yes but nowhere near as much as it used to. Now, home studios are ubiquitous. They, they Everybody auditions in their home studio. Even on-camera auditions, they, their home studios are, are ubiquitous. So, But the bottom line is you set up your home studio, you send in your MP3 audition, and forget about it. Because if you think about it afterwards, you're going to drive yourself crazy, and that's the last thing you want to do.
0: That's the beauty of so, a home studio, because we can't even tell right now that Mark's not wearing pants.
2: Right. <laughs> this is great.
0: Yeah, we don't even and
2: know. You know what? And here's the, the 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 amazing thing is, Gary, you are right. I <laughs> am not wearing pants. I do That's that beautiful. intentionally just just because I just need the I need the air. You know I just need the space and, and, and um yeah. um I will admit though I am sitting on a towel only because because I'm in I'm in a leather chair and yeah, I don't sure. want my butt to stick to the seat. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that, that's By the it. way, I so, love the but,
0: I love the old school Bob Barker microphone. Oh, like, yeah, it looks that's like a fantastic. little bit of uh, yeah. like Monty Hall with that yeah, that, that old little school bit, microphone. Little bit.
2: They, they, they call this a shotgun mic and um um and, and they, they they there are a number of mics in in the business that are that are used. Your your mic is is more for podcasting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 When you were starting in the business or over the years, have you had people that you looked up to that were VO artists or was it something that came later, oh, yes. like, like Mel Blanc or or, or, or Oh, yes. Casey oh, absolutely. Kasem.
2: Absolutely. As a matter of fact, there are two people in the business um, who, um, unfortunately, uh, they passed away, but uh, they were geniuses. And I mean geniuses. They were absolutely brilliant. One guy, again, not too many people know this guy's name. His name is Stan Freeberg. Stan Freeberg was an uh, was a satirist and uh, he had done a number of albums uh, 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 and uh, then he started getting into commercials and started producing commercials. And and I just loved his his writing and his production values. And and he was just a silly, silly man. And um, and when I heard Stan Freeberg's stuff, uh, Chung King Chow Mein was one of his classic ones. That's when I fell in love with radio and and radio production. That's actually one of the reasons I came out to Los Angeles was I heard Stan Freeberg and another guy who recently passed away too, genius, absolute genius. His name was Dick Orkin, O-R-K-I-N. And Dick Orkin uh, uh, was, well, for those uh, older people out there, he was Chicken Man, uh, which came out of Chicago. He was the originator of Chicken Man. And if you just... Google Chicken Man you'll probably hear that. it's very just he was just a silly silly uh, um, uh, character that he came up with but then he got into uh, into writing commercials and and w- some of the top top commercials in the world um he was he was writing he was a humorist he was a satirist he was he was a funny guy he wrote funny commercials he and Stan Freeberg, both those are my two icon my two idols really and and the people who inspired me to do what I'm Doing And what I started doing 40 years ago, I cannot believe that I've been doing this for 40 years. It's just astounding to me that 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 I've been able to make a living uh, uh, and 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 do something that I love for 40 years. Yeah, I, I'm the luckiest one of the luckiest people I know.
0: You mentioned your you two met- idols. Uh, Patrick's were uh, a long time ago when I asked you. Yeah. Bill Cosby and Roseanne. <laughs> Can't use those you two know. anymore.
2: You couldn't have picked two yeah. more iconic figures. Wow, well, oh. that's it.
0: Listen. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and, and, and look oh. at them today. Oh. I know. I know. Look shining. they are today. <laughs> <By> the <laughs> just just uh, paragons. Just total paragons.
0: By the way, uh, here's what I love about voiceover work, yeah. especially because – we have so many (laughs) listeners here in la but we have you know three outside of la but we uh, the beauty of voiceover work is that you can do it anywhere you can skype with a great guy like you a great teacher like you listen i don't i I probably shouldn't do this but let's offer all of our listeners free coaching through mark if they (laughs) mention (laughs) the promo code cashman just mention it free classes for a year thank you mark for lending that that's so nice of you
2: Gary, it is it's really it's good to dream. Nobody,
0: <laughs> Mark, before before we uh, head to the home stretch, is there something that Patrick and I can read uh, that would that we can test our voiceover yeah. skills and showcase for you? What what can we pull up? Yeah. I'll pull up something well, on the computer, and then you can tell okay. us what to read, and then we'll do it. That would be great. Okay, and we well, want you your know, honest the, feedback.
2: The, the, the thing is, is that the only way that i'd really be able to give you some very constructive yes. criticism on your reads is if you had – as if i had what you were reading oh you would of- need
1: that okay
2: so that, that so this way i could give you some very very specific feedback on your delivery now okay here's 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 a, um uh an offer how about if we set that up and i come back and do another show oh and the second time yeah. you guys are both reading and in fact you're both reading the same thing and i can tell each one of you who did a better job
0: who su- or, or who sucks less yeah. <laughs> that's that's a better way to position it
2: either way either, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's true Perfect. we could do that absolutely however you want to couch it would you can, if you didn't
0: see my face mark would you think that i was a female and you can be completely honest i've heard that before is the man of the I, house home <laughs> It, That's OK. If,
2: it, if, if you if, if I never saw you before yes. and I didn't even know your name, OK, uh-huh. and you and you said, hi, Mark, I'm a, whether <laughs> you believe it or not, I'm a female. Yes, I would say, OK, uh, we can make that work to a certain extent. You run with it. And 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 um, and whether or not you you are a, a masculine sounding female or a feminine sounding male. Um, there's still some room for you in voice acting, not as much as the usual because, but it is a highly unusual, it would be a highly unusual voice for you to actually be a female.
0: And can you tell by just my voice that, that, I have no money in the bank. Can you also tell that? Because that's the well, beauty of can't, you can't you the one can't thing hear I poverty. Can't
2: tell immediately is that you do have a face for radio. That,
0: <laughs> Mark, you will not be back. Sure. Listen, <laughs> first of all, I want to say thank you. The minute I talked to you, I knew that you were so much fun. You actually are doing this free webinar, which I think is absolutely amazing. There's not a lot of people yeah. out there that do free stuff. They just don't. no, no I know. But you're doing this free I know, free but, webinar. But,
2: but, uh, I've always been in, I've always been in, in, in the school of thought of of pay it forward. And um and again I've been I've been teaching now for almost going on 20 years and and I've got my classes and my workshops and and stuff like that. But but uh but it's really really good for me to let I want to let people know what's going on and how to do stuff without necessarily having to pay for it all the time. This is great. And it's, so it's
0: a webinar on Sunday, June the 24th, starting yep. at, at 1 p.m. Eastern time. But if you're here in California, uh, it 10 is 10, uh, 10 a.m., correct? Uh, uh-huh. Sunday, June the 24th, it's a free webinar, voiceover auditions, do's and don'ts, learn how to audition like a pro. We're going to actually link that little uh, cool. little uh, webinar info on our all Things Comedy website, so people can take a look at it. And then your website yes. is Cashman Commercials, correct?
2: Yes, CashmanCommercials.com. And uh, you can go on there anytime. And, and, and you can contact me anytime. Mark, M-A-R-C, at CashmanCommercials.com. You can contact me anytime. With any questions, I'll get don't, back
0: to you. Don't go to CashmanCommercials.net. That is an adult site. I tried that <laughs> after about an hour and a half. I'm like, I got to get
1: off what? this thing. Um, but, your, your your services are offered to people of all levels of voiceover. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. that's
2: that's just it. Again, okay. I work with, with people who are just starting out who don't know anything about voiceover whatsoever to people who have been in the business for 20, 30 years, veterans, veterans. Um, and and I, I I can honestly say and proudly say that that no matter what level I work with, somebody people learn something new. They really really learn something new. Um, I've got another webinar. You'll probably be getting a number of webinars. I have one coming up in July uh, that, that that I think it's the title is uh, uh, a voiceover tips that'll make your head explode. Hmm. Perfect. You know, so yeah. th- again, it's I just I I I, I want to. I want to pull back the curtain on a lot of this voiceover stuff, and I want to let people know that it's not as complicated as they think it is, but it's also not as easy as they think it is.
0: Now, let me say, do you have to ever call people out because they're only taking the free webinars and they're not buying anything, kind of like people going into Costco and do all you know, no. the free sample, free sample, and then i not no. buying it? Yeah, I was going to no, say, you, care. you find some very no. shady people out there, Patrick. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. hey, yeah, we're going to do nine webinars care. for free. It's like, pony up some money, bitch. That's what I'm saying. I'm speaking on your yeah, behalf, Mark.
2: No. It, 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 <laughs> they get people get what they get out of it. And, and, yes. and if they, they, they want to just do the free webinars, that's perfectly fine with me. Um, again, it's, it, it's, you, 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 try to take away as much as you possibly can Yeah. in, in any situation. I remember one time I signed up for a webinar and, and, and I listened, it was a two hour webinar and I was listening and listening and listening I, at the end of the, I, I didn't learn a damn thing. Yeah. Nothing. Uh. Two hours. Nothing. I didn't learn anything new, which was sad because I was hoping to learn something new. You, 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 you learn what you can, you know, from different things. You, you take away as much as you possibly can. Sometimes you learn a shitload. Pardon, that's, a, that's an actual production term. Sometimes you learn a lot. And other times uh, 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 you'll learn nothing whatsoever. You will know, say, okay, that was a waste of time. But just think about how many movies you've seen where, yeah,
1: Oh <laughs> guess, brother. You yeah. know, he
2: yeah. said, Oh, sh- that was a waste of time. I learned nothing there.
0: <laughs> By the way, it's so funny. You mentioned that because I remember when I had a day job years ago and you'd have to call into this 800 number because they were talking about a sales product that was coming out or a new benefit program. And you'd have like 20 people on the line from different regions. And I just remember you could hear people snoring. Like they oh, forgot wow. to mute it oh. and they'd be like, is somebody snoring out there? And you, it, it was almost laughable yes. because it was so obvious how loud they were. <laughs> and they forgot to hit the mute button. It was the greatest. <laughs> yeah. And by somebody, I meant me. But uh, Mark, thank you for joining us here on the Gentleman's yeah. Jojo. Uh, for all of our, our you, listeners.
2: Patrick, I really, really appreciate cool. your time. So, and let's, if you want, yes. let's do another show. Uh, you'll, I'll send you both some copy. We'd love that. You'll you both read it. Yeah. And, and 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 I'll and I'll give you some feedback. That'd we would
0: absolutely That'd love that. Great. We will link up your website, also the the free webinar information on Sunday, June the twenty fourth. We'll link that up great. as well. When is your next book due out? What's the plan on that?
2: Oh my goodness, oh Gary, if if, if I had a sure, if I had a, a if I had a, a, a what you call it a crystal ball, I'd be able to tell you. But um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's. Ready by the end of this year, i'm just um, I'm just being realistic because I've got so many th- irons in the fire, sure, but i'm st- but working on it just a little by little. I'm hoping by the end of this year, but I'm also working on the audio book for this book.
0: oh there you go okay
2: so I'm, I'm 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 I've already recorded it now I'm in the middle of editing that book, so I got a lot of irons in the fire, but um but they're, they're all cool they're all I, I will keep you posted obviously on this, and I'd love to come back.
0: That is where uh, Mark differs from us because we have no irons in the That's fire. That's correct. Yeah. Zero irons that, in the fire. I've been looking for I mean, Not even I mean, a fire. I mean, we don't even I mean, have I a mean, fire. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like sitting at home watching TV. Mark, this guy's a go-getter. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you for joining us here on episode 131 of the Gentleman's Dojo. We appreciate it. Right there on Skype, Mark Cashman. Thank you very much for Thanks joining much. us, Mark. Thank you very
2: much, guys.
0: We will appreciate see you soon. Thank, thank you. you
2: so for your time. Thank Talk you. Talk to you guys soon.
0: Bye, Mark.
1: Love Take that care. guy. Great guy. Thanks, Mark. So nice. So Mark nice. Mark Cashman, guys.
0: Mark Cashman. Uh, there it is. Episode number 131. Uh, we'll have all of that stuff linked up onto our site um, very soon. Yeah. Great episode, way. man. Great job. By the way, this is also from the Karate Kid movie, The Moment of Truth. Remember this Is song?
1: this where on the beach? They're on the beach and he's playing soccer? Or I it? think so. But this is, a is moped from,
0: from Survivor? No, that was a different song. Different song. Have you seen the new... Uh, Cobra Kai Show. I, I
1: want you said great things about. Great. it. Great. I I, I I started you know, off not Ernst liking it. Ernst is in it. Ernst is in it. And so is, I want to. It. So great. Uh, Patrick Keane. Uh, what is your tour schedule coming up? I have not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll be doing Santa Margarita Grad Night, Santa Margarita oh, High School in yeah. Orange County Grad Night Friday night. Nice. And,
0: that's right. You're going and, down uh, there.
1: Yeah, should be good with Dan Satchov, and uh, yeah, and then the summer is open.
0: Well, uh, speaking on behalf of one of our co-hosts, Steve yeah. Byrne, he is down in Brea, California, in Orange County, shooting a movie right now. Oh, that's right. That's about right. stand-up in his early years, and that's going to be coming out soon, we hope. Yeah. yeah. Steve also has a documentary out about the amazing Jonathan. It's great. I've seen it twice. Amazing. It is. So Steve has actually kind of suspended his yeah. road tour for a little bit, uh, but we'll be back on the road, I'm sure, all of us at one point. Yeah. And we're excited about this movie, which he promised us parts in. Yes, he did. So this is an opportunity for us to finally make money working with Steve. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, but thanks to everybody for listening to The Gentleman's Dojo, episode number 131 with the great Mark Cashman, voiceover artist, agent
1: production person I guess he does it all yeah he does yes. it all that's and that's what you gotta do nowadays in this business you gotta, and in any business you gotta, gotta do everything
0: uh, Patrick Keene Gary yeah. Cannon thank you for listening to the Gentleman's Dojo no thank you to everybody here at All Things Comedy uh, thanks to Laurel who always yeah. does our social media always, yeah. takes great care of us we, we don't even know where she up.
1: lives because she comes to so many different shows all over I know, the country so I glad. know
0: we just, just saw her in, in Chicago LA, Tampa, Chicago she's so nice. all over the board thank you to Aaron who always sets us up make sure we're taken care of Uh, The Gentleman's Dojo, all things comedy. Thanks, everybody, for listening.